Welcome to Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. Apostle ID is the general overseer and senior pastor of Overcomers in Christ group of churches. Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID brings you gospel-centered messages and tools that equip you to live a life of victory and freedom as an overcomer in Christ. Join us today to hear the latest message from Apostle ID concerning our life of faith in Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Welcome to Warfare Mindsets. I just want to have a brief talk with you, um, especially for those that are believing God for one form of deliverance or the other. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, there is an approach you must take to deliverance. And I just want to share that approach with you. Um, how I think you should approach deliverance from demonic powers. And this is just based from based on scripture and from my experience in the ministry of deliverance. Of course, there are other um, factors and there are other approaches that might be more um, readily tailored to your own situation. But the first thing, in deliverance, if you're going to um, win the battle, I would say the first thing is that you must gather the courage to face the enemy. You Deliverance is not for people that are not um, desperate, that are not willing to arise to confront their enemy. And I, I just, I just think, in fact, I have seen it, I just think it is dangerous it's dangerous to ignore the adversary. You know, the Bible says we are not ignorant of the enemy's devices. So it's rather um, dangerous to be in denial or to ignore the adversary. And it is equally dangerous not to stand against the adversary. Because if you don't stand against the adversary, then come on now, he would always dominate. You know, and you cannot stand firm against powers of darkness if you don't really know your position and your resources in Christ, you must know who you are in Christ so that you can stand against the adversary. And if you really want that deliverance, you must begin to understand the deceptive nature and the schemes of the devil, of the enemy you face. Now, I've watched many believers they claim to be triumphant in Christ, you know, and, and yet they've not encountered any significant satanic conflicts. So I've come across believers who project this victory in Christ, praise God, but they don't have the testimony of going through some spiritual warfare. No, no testimony of having encountered demonic conflicts. And now, as a deliverance minister, I know that if you do not encounter warfare, then you're overcoming. Your claim to overcoming is questionable. In fact, it might even be phony. Now, to be delivered from the enemy, you must know the enemy and face the enemy. That's why Jesus says, Jesus tells us about the strong man. 
Jesus tells us that so that we can locate the strong man. You know, and as you do that, we begin to plead the blood of Jesus Christ and the power of his name. Um, so you must face the enemy, not in your flesh, but you must face him in light of what the word of God says you are. So you face the enemy in light of who and what you are in Christ and what Christ has done for you. So if we are to approach your deliverance from demonic powers, the first thing I would say is that ask God for the courage because the enemy likes to intimidate. He likes to um, create panic and fear. He likes you to think it's impossible. You will never get your deliverance. So the first thing is, or one of the first things is asking the Spirit of God to give you the courage to confront the enemy. Now, secondly, you must trust Jesus Christ. I've come across countless people in ministry that trust the deliverance minister. They've heard of him that he's an anointed man, and so they've come to him. But when I question them, I see that they don't trust Jesus Christ. They're just trusting in a testimony someone gave them of their encounter with that man of God. So you must trust Jesus Christ. It is futile to face, it is futile to face the enemy if you don't know and trust the one that conquered the enemy. Jesus Christ is the conqueror, he's the victor. And he is the one that is able to set captives free from Satan. And Jesus demonstrated this on the cross. You know, on the cross, Jesus defeated darkness, delivered us from darkness. Hallelujah. He defeated Satan on the cross. Satan is powerful. He's a powerful foe, but he has been decisively defeated on the cross of Calvary. He has. And so we must trust what Jesus Christ has done for us. We must believe the gospel, receive salvation, so that we can enter into our deliverance. In fact, salvation is the starting point of all deliverance. Salvation is the starting point of all deliverance. So get courage to confront the enemy. Trust Christ. And then also in the course of deliverance, you're going to have to confess your sins. So you must confess your sins. The Bible tells us in 1 John 1 verse 9 that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So if we don't confess and we go on living in sin, that creates broken fellowship with Christ and you become more exposed to satanic attack. Now, if you're living in persistent, willful, willful sin, you run the risk of severe demonization. And those demons can enter without our knowledge. It's when we want to get them out that we know they are really there. And to be delivered from demonic spirits, the believer must confess his sins. 
because oftentimes it is sin that brought them to that condition, that brought us to that condition. And through faith, you can claim forgiveness, hallelujah, and cleansing by the washing of the word, God's word. Mm. So, yes, the Spirit of God will give you the courage to confront the enemy. You must trust Jesus Christ and you must confess your sins. You must not only confess your sins, if I might add, you must renounce them. You must renounce your sins. You know, real, real confession of sin is inseparable from renunciation of that sin. Conf confessing sin without renouncing it is like failing to face the fact that sin is an affront to God. Because if we confess our sin and we still engage in it, then how much truly have we confessed? Now, in our ministry, in deliverance ministry, when people come to us, one of the things we do before deliverance is to get them to renounce their old ways, their sins, the sins of their ancestors. Because we, we, we have seen that a genuine, genuine prayer of renunciation cancels Satan's rights officially and judicially. What it does is that it annuls any stake or claim that, it, that Satan has in the life of that believer. When you renounce Satan, you're renouncing his claim over your life. You're renouncing whatever stake of ownership or possession he claims over you. So it is very important that you renounce sin. Now, obviously there are different degrees of demonization and obviously there are, some are more serious than others and the more serious it is, the more it will demand um, heavier duty warfare. You know, and sometimes deliverance can be tiring because it results in a protracted uh, spiritual battle. And if you remember, I believe in Mark chapter 9, verse 29, you know, Jesus tells us that this kind cannot come out except by prayer and fasting. So sometimes prevailing prayer accompanied by fasting is what is needed to accomplish deliverance against unseen, unseen spiritual enemies. Another thing I always check with people when they come for deliverance is I ask them, what do you keep in your house? What do you keep in your surroundings? What do you keep in your home? Because if you're looking for deliverance, you must destroy every satanic object. You must, you must destroy them. Idols must be destroyed. You cannot be claiming deliverance and you don't get rid of your um, idols. Um, cult objects, magic books, burn and destroy. I remember once we went, I went in the company of one of our pastors to do a deliverance in a home somewhere in New York. I'm going to give up the location, of course. And 
the person we are doing the deliverance for had so many satanic objects, satanic garments, satanic books, even had a big Bible called the Bible of Satan. And he had the courage for the deliverance. So what did we do? We took all these things, the pastor and I, we took all these things outside his house to his backyard and we set it ablaze in the fire. And what a strange fire it was. That wasn't no ordinary fire. Even the pastor with me was like, look. And I said, yeah, I see. So you must get rid of those things because they establish a soul tie that will make it difficult to receive deliverance. There must be a clean break. You must make a clean break with idolatry and with um, demonic objects. You must make that clean break. If you don't do that, we'll just be engaging in deliverance, in warfare, in vain. And we've come across people. There was once a lady, um, we were doing deliverance, and she had this chain, and it was an occult chain. And so we told her we can't continue the deliverance until she renounces that chain and destroys it in our presence. Otherwise, we won't continue the deliverance. And she needed the deliverance so bad, so she said, yes, I will destroy it. So she destroyed the chain. This was about 11 p.m. in the night in church. Church was full. So we destroyed the chain. She destroyed it. We may have destroyed it. And then I put it in a can of soda or a bottle of soda. I can't remember. And we quashed that can and threw it away. Less than a week later, she sent me an email saying, oh, we are manipulated her to destroy her chain, that she's missing her chain, and that she wants compensation because um, we, um, what was the word she used? That she, she destroyed it under duress, you know? And I said to my team of ministers, I said, look, no need to fight this lady. She's asking for cash. She's asking for cash. Let's just give her the money. Let's just give her the money. But by her taking that money, she established a soul tie again with that object. And then she wrote us years after asking for deliverance. And one of our pastors said to me, Apostle, let's treat her with arm's length. And I said, yes. So I'm just saying all that to say people that are unwilling to forsake um, objects, satanic objects, because in quotes, they look beautiful or they have sentimental appeal. When people are unwilling to forsake these things, they shouldn't expect deliverance from powers of darkness. They shouldn't. In the book of Acts chapter 19, after um, the demon beat up the seven sons of Sceva in Acts chapter 19, and people saw the miraculous ministry of Paul, the people came and they destroyed their books, their magical books and acts, you know, in Acts chapter 19. And the same, if you want deliverance from darkness. And then, of course, you must submit totally, you must yield yourself totally to God. And sometimes, you, you yes, you not even sometimes, you have to really be desperate for this deliverance. Sometimes, your quest for deliverance will demand 
that you cut off all relationships with certain friends and associates, especially those that continue to practice things that defy God, those that continue to practice occult or per persist in any form of demonized religion, separate yourself from them. I mean, this is how I will approach deliverance. Because if you're not doing these things and you're coming to a man of God, I'm a deliverance worker, you're wasting your time and you're wasting the time of the man of God. So these are things you must settle in your spirit first. You know, these are things you must settle in your spirit first. You must yield yourself wholly to God. You know, and that is very important for your victory. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12 that you present your body as a living sacrifice to God. You know, and only as you completely yield yourself to God can you be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. And that would activate the power of God to begin to fight demonic forces that are against you. Remember, fill yourself with the Holy Spirit. When the house is not filled, and demonic powers find it empty, they come back to where they return, where to, they come back to where they, they have been cast out from. So flow in the spirit of God. Walk in the spirit of God. Don't compromise your position to powers of darkness. Don't, don't do that. You cannot afford to compromise. You know, if you, if you compromise, you run the risk of being attacked by the enemy. I am a man that went through severe demonic affliction and it took the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ to draw me out of a deep pit. You know, and so I understand, I understand very well that those that conduct ministry of deliverance like myself must be delivered and remain delivered. Otherwise, we'll be so ineffective grossly inadequate in our ministry. The Bible says, if the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Hallelujah. Yes, you shall be free indeed. Only the one that is free can be used by God as an instrument to set others free. If you're not free, how are you going to set me free? You know, and he who is free must be totally God's servant. Otherwise, he runs the risk of getting back into bondage. So I just pray this um, small talk will um, have meaning to you and encourage you. Um, now we can pray. I didn't intend this to be um, long-winded. Neither did I intend it to be like a lecture or a sermon. I just wanted to pour um, my heart and what I have learned. I wanted to pass it across to you in the hope that it will be of help to you. Father, I thank you for the one that has listened to your servant today. Holy Spirit, if there's anything I have said that I should not have said, or anything I have not said that I should have said, Holy Spirit, speak to that one and make it right for that one. Lord, I pray for total deliverance for the one listening to
to this brief message. I pray that powers of darkness arrayed against him, arrayed against her, will be bound and cast out in the name of Jesus. Lord, at the mention of your name, powers bow. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command your release from every dark power now. Walk in the liberty that is yours in Christ Jesus. For you shall know the truth, hallelujah, and the truth shall make you free. Stick with the truth. God bless you. My name is Idemudia Gobadia. Thank you for listening. And I encourage you, subscribe to this medium, Warfare Mindsets. You will get more of these messages to build you up, to strengthen you, to encourage you, and to empower you to defeat the enemy and live for Christ. God bless. Thank you for listening to Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. We hope that you were greatly encouraged by today's word. Please share your thoughts by leaving us a comment in the review section. And we encourage you to subscribe and to share these episodes. You can also connect with Apostle ID on our YouTube channel, Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. And for more resources, be sure to visit the Overcomers in Christ group of churches YouTube channel, Overcomers Deliverance Network.